The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And out of the window. Let's get rid of the old BBC image. Let's get rid of the old programs.
elephant is trampling through the rhubarb. Hey, come here. Come here. Yes? I've not always been like this, you know. Haven't you? No, I used to be much worse. I believe. Have some cough mixture. No, thanks. I've already got a cough. <laughs> Immediately I realized they had nothing to do with it. I took a plane, but had to give it back. Eventually, I took off for far-off exotic places. Hawaii, Bondi, Acapulco, Bilston. But it was in America that things took a sudden turn. In fact, at Harvard. I say, look at that cookie professor wearing the DRPA gown. But what's that on his head? A mortar board. Concrete evidence at last. Good heavens, why, that's Professor Nagila of Harvard University. So that was Harvard Nagila. <laughs> He traveled everywhere with a woman he called his wife, Mrs. Nagila. The professor was taking a slug of whiskey. Who put this slug in my whiskey? Answer the door. What was the question? I entered the room. The professor sat at a rude table. I ignored it. To his left sat the woman nursing a gun. Go to sleep, revolver. Go to sleep, my dear. You've got nothing on me, but I'll beat the pants off you. Then I noticed his shirt. It was made from hair. March hair. Oh, stop doing that. And his trousers, they were mohair. And on his head, even mohair. I now had the material to expose him. Nagila, I must warn you that the trousers you are wearing may be taken down and used in evidence against you. Right, shall we go? May I have a wash? Why? Then I'll come clean. In his office, the district attorney looked quizzically at me. I'm beginning to get a little worried about it. Will you prefer charges? I prefer not to. All right, Nagheeler, why did you steal a march? I wanted to ruin the boat race and prevent the last Grand National at Aintree. Worthy causes. But we're still missing one thing. Open that box. What's in it? The march. <laughs> There's a man in there, too. Speak to us. Good evening. Here is the end of the sketch. For our tea time talk today, we have with us Clint St. Arthur Fitzgibbon, who is talking to Mrs. Edith Lintle. Mrs. Lintle, you are the lady chairman of a society in Cheltenham which calls itself the Gentlewoman's Protection Action Group. Yes, I know. Yeah, well, of course you do, yes. Um, now, 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 why do you feel there's a need for a Gentlewoman's Protection Action Group? Well, the good women of Cheltenham, there are three of us... Because of the recent increase in violence and hooliganism, we were terrified of being beaten with large sticks and thrashed about the head. But is there much of that in Cheltenham? Uh, no, but we'd be even more terrified if there were. <laughs> and we'd also be beaten with large sticks and thrashed about the head. Yes, I see. Well, what methods do you use to protect yourself? Well, one of our devices is this poison ivy brooch. We thrust it at the hooligan and it brings him out in a terrible rash. Yes, well, surely that doesn't work very quickly. No, but it is useful if you're being attacked over two or three days. I see. And then we have this fountain pen. But that looks just like an, you know, an ordinary fountain pen. It is an ordinary fountain pen. That is clever. Hmm. <laughs> what, what do you use it for? For taking down the name and address of the thug. Or for sketching his likeness. Or for poking his eyes out. Fascinating. And then we have this handbag. Which is an ordinary handbag. Which lets out into 20 square feet of gorilla netting. Gorilla netting? Oh, yes. We brought that in when we started our Gorillas Anonymous. What was that? I didn't hear anything. You're imagining things, young man. <laughs> gorillas Anonymous. So that anyone 
one thinks they've gorilla chasing them can ring up and we tell them not to panic and reassure them. Then we rush round and beat up the gorilla with pointed sticks and flamethrowers. Don't do that again. What? You raised your finger as if you were about to strike me. Uh. That was a grunt. You're a gorilla, aren't you? I am not a gorilla. Yes, you are. Look at those arms and legs and teeth. Oh, all right. I am a gorilla. At last. Come in, Brown. Sit down. Now, listen, Brown. John, huh? I've had a complaint that you aren't like all the other boys in this school. Now, what do you say? It's not true, sir. Well, you might as well be honest. Somebody's spotted you in the showers. You're a girl, aren't you? Yes, sir. You do realize this is a boys' school? Yes, sir. Why? Why, John? Uh, Jane. Daddy wanted a boy. If you stay here much longer, you may get one. <laughs> now, look. I know you've done very well. I know you're Captain of Rugger. But you'll have to leave. Then I'm no longer head boy, sir. No, John. No, Jane. No, I'm afraid not. It'll be a big shock to Mummy, sir. Didn't anybody tell her? Well, she's very sensitive. Daddy didn't want to make her go through it all again. Well, you'll have to tell her. And you'll have to give up boxing. <laughs> Damn it, we shall all miss you, John. Now, Jane. But a rule's a rule. How old are you now? Eighteen, sir. Hmm. Well, rules aren't everything, of course. <clears throat> I've changed a lot since I first came, sir. Yes, you have. <laughs> Look, come away with me, John. Now, Jane. For the halls. What about your wife? No, she'll be all right. The chemistry master will take care of her. Marriage? No, acid. <laughs> It's not true about Matron and me, you know. We are living together. I'll give it up for you, though. I don't want to, sir. Ah, well. <laughs> Twas but a fading vision of a dream that vanished and was gone. Beneath the passing omnibus of time, man stumbles and is done. You know who wrote those lines? Yes, sir. I did. Well, before you leave, wipe them off. <laughs> no, wait. You can't go in there anymore. I'll get old Dogsbody to do it. But Dogsbody died, sir. So he did, so he did. I never caught the boy who did that. Sir, he saw me in the showers. It was too much for him. Poor old dog's body. He saw you absolutely in the, uh, uh showers. Absolutely. Stark. Undressed. Naked, sir. What a way to go. <laughs> well, then, this is, uh, goodbye, John. Uh, Jane. Uh, goodbye, sir. And Jane. Uh, John. Uh, Jane. I'm not half so worried about you being attracted to the other boys now. at work. Today we interview PC Herbert Platt, actually on duty during the rush hour in the high street of Western Supermare. on traffic duty. Uh, that is correct. I stood in bastion of law and order with only my plain but expressive gloves to keep the wheels of England's traffic turning. Turn, turn, turn they go as I with my human hands do manage them as no mechanical or electrical traffic lights will achieve. Whereas I am their guide and their master without my instruction, the motorist is a lost sheep. And if for one moment my concentration should waver, total chaos may ensue. Mine is a great and weighty burden. Indeed, were I to be a wanton or a laggard, nay, whole areas of England's traffic might come even to a standstill. You, you've been at it for many years, I imagine. I uh, know, this is my first time I've had it. 
hadn't you better get rid of this lot? Ah, yes, sir. Watch closely as, with one imperious gesture, I bring these in from the right. No, wait a moment. No, these from... Uh, <laughs> Sorry, first he's from the left. Uh, no, 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 don't start. Uh... Allow me. Oh, thank you. Uh, can you show us some of your signals now? Uh, of course. Most of them are based simply on a wave of the hand which is attached to the arm by the wrist. See this one. What happened? He waved back. <laughs> I suppose it's vital to give exactly the right signal. Oh, oh yes, yes. The slightest nuance or digital inflection makes all the difference. Now, take these two. Obviously, they're going to crash straight into each other. Obviously. Now, if I give the signal like this... They do. <laughs> if I give it correctly... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Just what exactly is the difference? Well, it's difficult to explain. Perhaps I should demonstrate. Here, come another thing now. See if you can spot which signal I use. Yeah, they go. The wrong one. Quite correct. <laughs> and do you think there are enough good drivers around? Oh, yes, yes. I shall take it upon myself to test their reactions a little. For example, I see a car coming over there, so I carefully position myself on the island in front of this keep left side. And I wait till he's almost on top of me, and then I step aside, giving the appropriate indication to the right to keep left. Now, left to crawl. <laughs> Well, I give him about nine out of ten. Nine out of ten? Well, he nearly made it. Of course, it's impossible if I leave it that late. Oh, well, thank you. You seem to have a little more traffic building up now. Yes, yeah, so I'm afraid that's not my problem. Well, my time's up. It's my tea break. Now, I wonder if you might hold this lot up while I get off the island. Certainly. Stop now, please. Thank you. Nothing can capture the atmosphere and excitement of an artist's performance better than a real, live, in-person recording of their actual cabaret act before a nightclub audience. Here is a number from the brand new live recording made during the cabaret at the famous Eastside Nightery and Eatery, the Café Olay, of a singer who needs no introduction. Ladies and gentlemen, the Café Olay is proud to introduce a very, very wonderful, very talented singing star. We've heard many times on TV and records. A big welcome, please, for Mr... It's quarter to three. There's no one in the place. The table's 16. Except you and me. So set him up, Joe. No, I see. 
tree has taken to its heels and an avocado crumble. I think you should know. An avocado crumble? Oh, that's Oh, good. Uh, three avocado crumbles and a cherry with a mouse in it. My friend. Cheers. Cheers. To Too. 
Well, what is it, Grimling? It's Lady Constance de Coverlet. She says she would like you to come and see her below. I've already seen it. <laughs> but don't matter, I shall come at once. Come in! It is I, Your Ladyship. Oh, what do you mean by bursting into a lady's boudoir unannounced? Uh, nothing. Oh, pretty. <laughs> Come over here and sit on my knee where I can see you better. I would rather stand. Very well. Come and stand on my knee. <laughs> Madam, I must tell you that I am a married man. So is my last husband. Now, Captain, you and I must have a little chat about something very important. Something very important indeed. I'm sorry, could you speak up a little? <laughs> While the captain and Lady Constance talk earnestly below decks... Fiona Rabbit Vacuum, disguised as Jim Ladd, the cabin boy, takes a popular novel from the ship's library and carries it up to the crow's nest. Yes, this is where I take up the story. <laughs> as I stood on the stern, Tim whispered in my ear. You're standing on my stern. <laughs> oh, pity me. I am an unhappy maiden in distress. Well, take it off, then. I can't. <laughs> Why not? For fear of disgust. Disgust? Yes, disgust of wind. Fair enough. <laughs> me as you used to when we first met. Oh, all right. Uh... Oh, Tim, you're so manly. Yes. You're so handsome. Yes, yes. Devilishly good-looking, so rugged, so strong. Oh, yes. You're so devil-may-care, you're so brave. Yes. You're wonderful. Did you write this? Yes. <laughs> and I'm so plain. Yes. Ugly. Yes. Characterless and boring. Yes. Did you write that too? Yes. I never could write for women. Oh, Fiona, look up there at that seagull flying high in the air, free from all cares and woes, swooping gracefully over the water, climbing up, up higher and higher, wheeling into the wind as carefree as could be. Got it. Fiona. Mm. Uh, 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 no, sir, it was a rifle. Ah, a, a seagull don't make so much noise when it's fired. <laughs> I'm sorry, I seem to have got a shit of the giggle. That night, as the moon swings high over the yardarm, all is silent. Sorry! <laughs> Suddenly, the piece is shattered by a cry for help. Help! It is the voice of a woman. Oh! brings Tim Brown Windsor from his bunk. What was that? It was me saying the sound brings Tim Brown Windsor help, from his bunk. Help! Help me, someone! Somebody help me! Help! I'm being kidnapped in the dead of night by a mysterious stranger. Please help me! Help! Help! I'm being kidnapped! I'm being kidnapped! Quickly, she's... She... She's being kidnapped. In an instant, the ship was pandemonium. The captain immediately dispatched Grimbling. Grimbling, take that. Oh, 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 you're too kind, sir. Uh, uh, eek, crumple, crumple, slump. He's dead. I say, was that meant to happen? I don't know. Hey, wait a moment, he's got something on the next page. Look, if you'd only have the manners to let me finish what I was saying. 
The captain immediately dispatched Brimbling to see what was happening. Oh, how boring. <laughs> and before you could say popple cat... Popple, popple... Anyway, he was back jolly soon. <laughs> oh, sir, 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 there's, there's three enormous kangaroos down in the hole, sir. And they're all wearing bowler hats and cami knickers uh, and singing selections from Gilbert and Sullivan and abducting Jim Lad. Yes. Grimbling, you're lying again. No, sir, I'm standing. <laughs> I'm, I'm very small, sir. <laughs> Jim Lad is immortal danger. Quickly, after the blackguard. After them. After them. After them. After them. After them. Who is abducting Fiona Thingboot Wallop? Who can save her now? Oh, what? Is this the end? How does Humphrey Barkley manage to look so young? Do you dare to listen to next week's exciting episode? Do the BBC dare to broadcast it? So the prunes of the Angus Strain tune bring to an end another edition of I'm Sorry I'll Read That Again. The show of which so many have said, it's a load of old rubbish. It's a load of old rubbish! I don't understand the joke. <laughs> the voices you heard were those of Timbrook Taylor, John Cleese, David Hatch, Joe Kendall and Bilotti. And the scripts were written by Timbrook Taylor, Graham Chapman, Graham Garden, Eric Idle and Bilotti, who also wrote the songs. The rest of the music was provided by Dave Lee, and the whole show was produced by Humphrey Barclay. Oh, no, he isn't. Oh, yes, he is. Oh, no, he isn't. Oh, well, perhaps you're right. <laughs> anyway, tune in to Prune at the same time again next week to hear the voice of Radio Chin tell you once again... It's I'm sorry, I'll read that again. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.